38. Where you been at? Raleigh, yeah, King Home. Who really got it? Clash of the Titans. Here we go. Uh, I know that I got it. I prove it again in case you had doubt it. We went back cheap with very low mileage. I'm flying in missiles and wings on the pilot. The wind is so loud that I'm moving in silent. My flow is superb. I can't do it. Be minus. Rushing the game because I know that it's crowded. My mind is so clear for a while. It was cloudy. I, I don't really think you heard me. Eat the beat like her. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Extra Point with me, your boy, Stephen Holmes. I have a special guest with me today, Zach Allen, who's a writer for Sports Map, which is an affiliate of ESPN. Uh, of ESPN. He's a writer for the Rockets, so, you know, we're going to talk about Rockets basketball, of course. Um, but before we get into that, Zach, I know you caught a couple of the games yesterday. Well, of course I did, bro. Uh, I was able to watch... First game I actually got to watch the Toronto Raptors game, of course. The other two games where I was trying, I streamed at work while I was at work, uh, of course, with the Boston Celtics and uh, the following, uh, the, the, the previous game, of course. I was able to watch both of those games and take both of my notes. He was going on in the media world. And uh, honestly, bro, I've been liking what I've been seeing James Harden. These last two scrimmages games, you know, against, you know, the Boston Celtics. Uh, the, the Toronto Raptors, and of course, uh, the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, you know, uh, James Harden's averaging 30 points in the last two games. Russell hasn't been getting the opportunity to play as much, but he still looks as himself. Uh, as far as James and Russell, in my opinion, bro, they, they struggled. They really struggled in the game playing with each other. You know, it was like the fact that none of, none of the, these two didn't want to step in each other at was told because they were great friends. So, you know, you bring these two back together from OKC, you know, you gotta you gotta regain that confidence with each other and you know how to play with you know, play with each other inside the all-star games and USA, basketball on the team USA, but now you see Rocket team got both of really ball dominant. You gotta share the rock. But you know, they, they figured how to do that. But uh, the big picture man, you know, how is James Harden and Russ Westbrook gonna look at the playoffs? You know, they both had struggles in the past, you know, past few years, not since OKC. And um, I just think that now they, they coverage over very well. You know, James Harden's going to go, he's been on Russell. Russell's cold, you got James. But, you know, James is going to probably come off on fire at first. So that's my opinion right now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, it's going to be tough. Um, since these both of them guys haven't, well, James Harden has had a has had pretty good games during the scrimmages, so he's been playing pretty good. But like you said, Russell Westbrook has been struggling in the last couple of games in the scrimmages. So we're going to see what happens like these next few days, these you know these next few couple of days when they play in these regular season games. Because I like I was like I was telling a, a few other people that. It's probably going to be a couple of games that these guys look rusty out there because they haven't played in a they haven't played over three months, so they haven't played together maybe in over three months, and so like a lot of them are are probably going to have off games. They aren't going to shoot that well, you know. So they're going to have to get back into the groove of things, especially playing NBA ball. They're going to have to get in the groove of things, back to playing 
you know, structured basketball. A lot of them probably have been playing street ball. A, a, a lot of people have been complaining that it's been looking it's been looking like pickup games out there, especially during the scrimmages. But now that these regular season games are back, I, I, I'm expecting to see, of course, these guys back getting into the groove of things, running plays, um, actually making better shot selections and stuff like that. So we're going to see, um, especially last night, I, I know that a lot of the guys last night were struggling from the field. Um, during the Lakers Lakers and Clippers game, LeBron James really had a, a, a bad game last night. He he shot like 31% last night. So he, he wasn't having a bad game, but he did other things to help the team out. He, he got on the boards. He had 11 rebounds. And so, you know, those type of things still make up for him not shooting that will. And, of course, he got the game-winning shot, basically, last night when he got his own rebound and put it back to, to give the Lakers the win last night when they beat the Clippers 103-101. Uh, to 101. So, last night, but those two games yesterday were some good games. They were some good games. Yeah, I mean, bro, uh, honestly, man, I kind of want to see the – I mean, we really – we need the Pelicans to win. So we can be able to, you know, have more room and moving up. I think the Jazz are, are behind us. So um, I really was rooting for the Pelicans um, to beat the Jazz. But, you know, back to the Rockets, man, you know, uh, the thing is that, the, the, I mean, the Rockets have some complimentary players. I think, you know, it's, you know, I think that the fact they have four months off has allowed this team to, you know, be able to unite even better. Like, I love me some – Jeff Green looks pretty good, man, honestly. Mm-hmm. You know, he had 18 points one game. Ben McElmore had 26. He lit it up for in the fourth quarter. He had 26. Mm-hmm. You know, Tuck's playing great defense. Coleman's Coleman hitting open shots. So, I think if those guys, you know, bring a better game, uh, like they have been doing these last two games, I think the Rockets going to be really scary and dangerous. And, um, and, and as we, you know, as we also seen, you know, uh, Austin Rivers, he was taking most of the minutes because, you know, uh, we recently just lost Eric Gordon to ankle injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel House, you know, there were some questions about him for the past. He was shooting 36% from three this season, but he was shooting 41% last season. So that's how he lost the starting role, in my opinion. But I think, he, you know, he you know, gained some confidence back to He had 18 the other night. So uh, and then 16, the, uh, I think the first or second night. So uh, I'm rooting for Daniel House, you know, to bring it. You know, he has the, – the funny thing about Daniel gets a lot of open shots. And the fact that, you know, we couldn't see him make most of the shots, this, you know, the season we were in, we're in right now, it was uh, it was pretty tough watch, definitely when you're watching it in person. But I think, you know, watching in these past two games, or not three, he's looked pretty he's looked pretty good. Uh, but, you know, to, to talk about the Lakers game last night, uh, you know, LeBron didn't have, you know, great game. He was rested, of course. And yeah. the Clippers were missing Lou Williams and Montreal Harris. Yeah. But the fact that LeBron – Played excellent defense on the last minute. Yeah. I mean, last like, but but 20 seconds against Paul George, Kawhi, uh, the NBA's top 10, top five best players. That's a statement right there. And uh, he's played great defense. He's six in, he's six in defensive rating. And there's there's a funny fact to get you guys like off track. James Harden is like I think 44, I think 44 in defensive rating. Russell's like I think 26, 27, if not 23. Oh, I gotta look at the stats again, but it's, it's James Harden's a pretty good defense. So I think the Rockets look pretty good defense. These are all awesome last games. Yeah, um, the the Rockets 
the Rockets are a a solid defensive team, but the the downfall for the Rockets obviously is going to be rebounding uh, because they've been because they're playing the small ball. You know, Dan Tony has gone to small ball situations. Now he's not having a real center or power forward in the game, so he's losing on the rebounding on the rebounding side. But of course, they're trying to they're trying to increase the offensive side, so they're dependent on their offense. Um, more than their defense, obviously, and so they're they're really dependent on their shooting. So they they need their guys, they need their guys hitting James Harden to hit the the three. They need to hit. I mean, they need Daniel House to hit the three. They need PJ Tucker to hit these open shots. You know, for them to have a chance in these type of games, especially when you don't have the true big man to get on the boards to get you the offensive rebounds like Clint Capella did. Um, earlier this year, earlier this season. But now that you don't have that, you have to depend on the offense. You have to depend on playing team defense, especially since you don't have the big guy down there. So, you know, playing against other teams, like they're going to play the Mavericks tonight. You have Porzingis, who is 7'3". You have uh, Maxi Keebler, who's uh, 6'10", power forward. So you're going to struggle with these type of guys in the game when you don't have um, a, a true center in the game. Yeah, man. Uh, hopefully, Russell Westbrook can you know pick up that slack. And Jeff Green, of course, you know Jeff Green. He's six eight, but he's really six nine in my opinion, dude. Hopefully, Jeff Green and Russell Westbrook are able to pick up the slack and probably Kobe as well. Hopefully, those three guys are able to at least you know I know Russell can average like eight or nine this week. Hopefully, Cubs. Tony's offense is like a, a seven seconds or less type of offense, so they're going to try to get on the break, of course, and try to get those easy buckets. But honestly speaking, I think that with with them playing the Mavericks tonight, and of course the Mavericks are right behind the Rockets. The Rockets are at number six. The Mavericks is at number seven, and they're a few games behind the Rockets. So if the Mavericks beat the Rockets tonight, these type of these type of moves can shift of course shift the playoff um the playoff picture so you know if they lose a couple of more games the Mavericks might switch between those two uh, they might get the sixth seed the Rockets might get the seventh but depending on how they play and like I was saying like the Mavericks with the size that they have all the Mavericks really have to do is get Porzingis down low on the post against P.J. Tucker against um, Robert Covington against Jeff Green these type of guys and he's going to go down there and, and and put in work. So that's all I'm going to say. He's going to put in work. And, and of course, Porzingis is an outside shooter. So you can't just depend on him just being on the post either. He can shoot the ball well, too. Then you have to worry about Luka Duncan, who is a walking a walking, uh, a triple-double, basically. Like, he's averaging, like, 29 points per game and 
getting like nine rebounds and almost nine assists. So you got to worry about him, his outside shooting, him getting to the rim because you don't have that rim protector as you did with Ken Capella last season. So these guys got to worry about this type of um, this type of offense because they're going to get beat on the rebounds terribly. So they they're like I said, they're going to depend on the offense. They're going to need James Harden to get to the rim, but he you know he lost all that weight so. I don't know if James Harden gonna be getting to the rim like he used to. You know, he was a he was a pretty bulky guy, so whenever he you bumped him, you know, he can still kind of finish. But this this slimmer James Harden, we're gonna see how he actually um how he actually attacks the basket and see how he actually plays. But well, I don't think his style of play would is going to be as much different. I still see him going to the rim and whatnot, but you know, is he gonna be successful with his and one plays, you know, still being able to finish um, with him losing 15 to 20 pounds that he lost during the um, during the break. So, you know, we're trying, we're going to see about that part. Hey, bro, so look, answer this question to you uh, by KP. What the Rockets can do is play zone defense. Hopefully you're able to push him out to the corner. We're able to take jump shots, so it allows us to, you know, rebound the ball better. As long as you can keep the niggas outside the paint in the zone, we'll be just fine. And me personally, I don't mind. Even though Brazilian just knocked down that three-point shot, he's a free, he's a three, he's a decent three-point shooter. I have him take them shots all game, so we're yeah. able to get those rebounds. And you can't forget about Bobar. Uh, he's getting, so he, he's getting, he's yeah. getting that's that's rebounds. the <laughs> that's the person you really got to play. He might, he that's he a might be all seven five. Two hundred and probably eighty pound dude down there, so it's not going. You're not going to push him out the paint. So you're either going to have to foul him, or those going to be easy buckets. So, and Boban isn't a terrible free throw shooter. He's a solid free throw shooter. So, you know those. That's the situation. It's going to be a sticky situation for the Rockets with if Boban gets a certain amount of minutes. Of course, he never get he never gets a lot of minutes because of his conditioning and whatnot. But since the Mavericks has lost. Will, um, they lost Willie Colley-Stein. Dwight Powell is out for the season. So, Boban is going to have to get some minutes. He's going to have to play. So, that's what's going to be a really impactful player for the Mavericks, too, um, against the Rockets. Yeah, of course, man. Um, well, yeah, just, uh, the, the Rockets have to be built off. They're, they're pretty good at playing that zone. Uh, you know, they're pretty good at switching the business. And, you know, don't forget, man, James Harden, you mentioned he was skinny. Yeah, he lost weight, but yeah. you know, when they made a big deal about you know uh, Jokic, uh, Nikolai Jokic, you know losing all that weight, he still looked the same size. James Harden still looks big, and like he looks yeah. skinnier, like in, uh, in Arizona, of course, and like Phoenix, but he still looks kind yeah. of big to me. I don't know why, but he still looks you know pretty size. He's still a pretty strong guy. So when you're able to just Hopefully, push him out and just double. If you can double Bobot, or make sure you have two. If Dan Tony can draw up something that defensively, when the, when the when the when the ball hits that rim and it comes out, hopefully you put two men on Bobot where you're able to box him out and grab the rebound. So I really think that you know Russell will, like I said, pick up most of the rebound and slack tonight, like he usually like like he usually does. Uh, you know, I think he was a yeah, Russell, Russell, Russell is something. everywhere on the on the court because, like, you know, he he's right now he's averaging like eight rebounds per game, but, which he's the leading rebounder on the team, um, uh, like he was on on Oklahoma. So you know, a lot of times, you know, a lot of people saying that 
He was a stat stuff, uh, a, a stat sheet stuffer. All this other stuff they was calling him the last couple of years. But actually, Russell Westbrook goes after the rebounds. He chases rebounds, so he's actually rebounding the ball. Um, it's not that he's just really um, stuffing the stuffing the sheet like the stat sheet. He's actually out there trying to go get rebounds. So we're gonna see like if that's gonna work though, because like I said, you you're out you're outsized against a lot of these teams, especially when you if the Rockets get past the first round, when you go deeper into the playoffs, you're going to go against teams like the Clippers, who you have um, Zubat, when you got um, you got uh, Marcus Morris, you have these type of guys down there down low. You got Anthony Davis, you go against the Lakers, you got Anthony Davis, Dwight Howard, JaVale McGee, LeBron James. You have all these big these big guys on these other teams that you're going to have to face against, and you don't have a big man. The only big man that you have is Tyson Chandler, and Tyson Chandler is not getting no type of playing time. He's, he's. I don't even know why he's even on the Rockets roster right now, but like, but he's on the team. But D'Antoni is not going to really just use him. So you know, he's going. He's sticking to this small ball, this small ball um situation, this small ball playing and. Like, I, I just still want to see how this goes. I don't think it's going to really go that well because unless you're shooting lights out from the three-point line, you're just – James Harden is just going off. Like, getting out-rebound is something crucial because that's that's what gives you um, more possessions with the ball. That's what gives you, like, um, more opportunities to score the ball, you know, play better defense, get back on defense, transition defense, all those all those type of stuff. But if you're losing that battle game after game, like, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, you're, you're going to get beat up. Your team's going to get beat up down there. So it's going to get it's going to be pretty hard for to see what the Rockets do um, when the playoffs come around. The one thing I can say about Tyson Chandler, he's really more on the roster for a veteran presence. Yeah. You know, Basically, for typically, they like to call us the young guys. So he's basically there for basically you know, moral support, uh, teaching. You know, yeah. for guys like Bruno. <laughs> yeah. you know, just, he's more of a veteran. You know, he's been there. He's won. All right, we apologize for the technical difficulty, guys. Um, Zach lost connection as he was driving to Louisiana. As you can tell, he's in his car, and you can hear the background noise. But hey, we're back. We're back. Um, so, Zach, what was you saying about Tyson Chandler and um, his position there and with the Rockets? Uh, he brings an OG uh, veteran presence. He's there for basically, he's basically there for preparations and uh, great you know, teachings, and he's there for uh, pep talks. He's there, if, you know, if, if, if you need to show you or somebody you need to talk to about what's going on in the court. Now, he was uh, at practice, uh, I think, last week, if not two weeks ago. He was talking to Bruno about something that was happening offensively and defensively was doing wrong. And he just, he, he just gave him a quick lesson of what, what was going on. And you can tell, he, I guess that Titan Jim is not there for playing time. Like I said, we talked about it. He's, you know, he's, he's got, he has a gold medal. He's a defensive player, all NBA defensive player. He has a ring. You know, he, 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 he's a great player. He's proven that he came around high school. You know, uh, he, he showed his passion the game. This guy, you know, He's playing a game still because he loves it. And he's, he, he's in his 40s. So he's not really sure about getting no minutes. He's just there for, like, basically prep time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, he's there, like I said, for moral support. Like, you know, when Jawan Howard <laughs> Jawan Howard was on some of these teams, 
They're like, why is Jawan Howard even on this squad? Like, dude is not getting no type of PT. Um, like, but of course he was just there for their veteran presence. Um, for the locker room, of course these type of these type of veterans, they're the ones that are the glue in the in the locker room. They're there to help the morale of the team, to keep the team uplifted, and all these other things like that. I, I think of the same thing for like, why is Adonis Haslam still playing in the NBA? But of course he's been that staple there in Miami, and he's still on their roster. So. You know, and he's been that guy you know, for the Miami Heat. He's been a loyal player. He hasn't decided that he wants to go anywhere else. He's he's loyal to the to the Houston, I mean, to the Miami Heat base and everything like that. So, you know, these type of players, they're there for those type of situations. Of course, to help the younger the younger guys learn more about the game, give their point of view, and help them out on on the court and stuff like that. Yeah, man. I mean, that's all it's about all about more support and somebody that young guys like ourselves or young guys in the NBA or rookies or two-year players or even James Harden and Russ you have somebody to look to you know he's been there he's done it all you know he, he, he has that better presence and you need guys like that I think I'm ready to um, a podcast uh, I think with Steven Jackson and Matt Barnes and or or even need or I think even the other podcast with, with Quentin Richardson and uh, they call him the blackest one. Uh, Al Harrington. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I was there somebody else. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, I forgot his name. I'm doing pretty bad at the name thing. But uh, they talk about having a veteran presence in that locker room. Somebody, somebody, these young guys, you know, somebody to look to if, uh, if something goes wrong on the court or they need, or they need a shoulder to cry on or they see something that a player can fix, you know, they're there for that moral support and helping that player in, 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 during the film sessions, helping them understand the plays, the zones, because, you know, they've been in that league for a, a very long time. Yeah. So they know what's coming. They know what to expect. They know how to prepare for a game. They know how to save money. They know how to uh, They know how to deal with certain crowd noises. Um, you know, they've been through a lot. So... It's always good to have a guy like Titan Chandler, Donis Hammond, even Vince Carter. Yeah. Well, he just recently yeah. retired. Yeah. Uh, you need those type of guys in the locker room. You know, somebody for the player to talk to. You know, those, those guys are perfect. And Tim Duncan, he's a coach now, but like, he's, he's, he's the best power board in basketball. Uh, he's there to help the, uh, the, the, the young kids on his first roster. Yeah. So, that's all it's about, more support. And you need that these days. They talk about that's the most important thing to have because the, the NBA is young now, man. Back in the day when we grew up watching the NBA, everybody was like in their mid-20s and 30s playing basketball. Now all these guys are coming out of, uh, out of college first year. Uh, and it's a young league, man. It's really, really young league. Mm-hmm. It's the oldest player. It's really Don Haslam, uh, Don Haslam, LeBron James, uh, and, uh, and of course, Tyson Chandler. Like, Chris Paul, like, the, the league is really, really young. The oldest player who just retired was Dwayne Wade. So those guys, when they came in, like, he was a much older presence from the 90s, from the 80s to the 90s to the 2000s. It was a really older presence. I was a younger presence. So you get an old guy. Yeah. Definitely you need those type of guys, like like you were saying, to, to help those younger guys along. 
And um, so what's 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 your predictions for tonight's game? I know you have some type of predictions. What you what you think the Rockets are going to do in tonight's game? What what are their matchups? What is it looking like? What you think the offense and defense are going to try to do? I apologize again for the technical difficulties, Zach. Lost service once more. But to end this episode off, I believe that this is going to be a very great matchup tonight. Um, the Rockets and the Mavericks. Both teams are very talented. The Rockets in at sixth place um, in the West. They're 40 and 24, and the Mavericks are in seventh place, and they are 40 and 27. These are the type of games that move you up or down in the playoff race. And of course, neither one of these teams want to face off against the Lakers or the Clippers in the play in the in the first round. Like you, you want to move up. You you're trying your best to move up. So these type of matchups and these type of games, these next couple of games are are going to decide if you move up to that fifth or their sixth position and you don't face off against those guys i would much rather go against the nuggets than um the clippers in the first round so the mavericks are trying are going to try to get that w tonight and it's going like i said before the rebounding is going to be very crucial and i believe the the mavericks are going to out rebound the rockets which of course is it, it should be it shouldn't even be up for question because the Rockets are playing small ball. You have P.J. Tucker at center. You have Robert Covington at the fourth. So they're playing small ball. Your tallest player is 6'6 six, six or 6'7 six, on the floor, and the Mavericks have a 7'3 um, center power forward. You have Boban, who is 7'4. The size of these players is going to de- – are are going to are are going to steer this game. It's it's going to be a tough game when you have to match up against those type of players in the post, um, on the, at the free throw, wherever on the field on the floor. It's going to be tough to guard those guys because you don't have the size. And I think Porzingis is going to go to work <laughs> on the block. He's going to go. He's going to barbecue chicken. Whoever is down there. P.J. Tucker, Jeff Green, Robert Covington, who's ever down there is probably going to get um, killed down there because he can oh, he can see over everybody down there. Boban can do the same exact thing. So you're going to have difficulty defending these guys, and that's what's going to hurt the Rockets um, playing a small ball. And like we was talking about earlier, Tyson Chandler is just there for moral support, and he's their tallest player at seven foot. But he's not getting no, he's not getting any PT. He's not getting any playing time. So with that being said, when you're losing that rebounding game, you're you're depending on your high. I mean, you're depending on your offense to to just you're depending on your offense basically. You're depending on James Harden hitting every three pointer in every step back three, side three, one foot three, every three possible. You're depending on all your shooters to knock down threes all night. But as we've seen, the Rockets haven't been shooting the three that very well towards the end of the season. So we're going to see what happens tonight. Um, James Harden might have a heck of a game, but we're going to see what happens. If you're losing that rebounding that rebounding battle, the chances of you winning are, are slim to none. Slim to none. Rebounds are very, rebounds are very key to winning games. Um, and so... With them, they already know they're going to lose the rebounding battle. Unless they're playing team rebounding, everybody is is on the boards, it's not going to happen. So um, tonight's matchup is going to be a tough matchup for both teams. But 
I believe the Mavericks are probably going to get that W tonight because of the size differential of both teams. You have they have too many big men down low. Porzingis can go and shoot the three. Boban can shoot the the footin the fifteen footer. He can even shoot threes. We've seen in scrimmages. He's he hit a couple three pointers during the scrimmage. So we're gonna see what happens in tonight's game. I think I think it's gonna it's gonna be a very good game. It, it's probably going to be a close game, but I think the Mavericks are going to pull it off. Um, but I'm definitely looking forward to this game. And so that's going to be it for this episode. I appreciate you guys for listening. I think Zach Allen, um, the writer for Sports Map, like I said, is a ESPN affiliate, and he's been doing great things writing for the Rockets, writing for writing about the Rockets, and writing for Sports Map. Um, so if you want to check out any of his any of his um, articles, just go on SportsMap.com and look up Zach Allen, and they will be there. And once again, thank you guys for listening, and God bless. Peace out.